Hello friends, this is Jason Zook, and you may have not heard my voice for quite a while because I have not updated the By My Future podcast since November of 2015. That's crazy, almost a year ago, and it's amazing, time flies. I can't even believe it's been a year since I launched By My Future uh, already ago. Uh, that was weird. Anyway, uh, this will be the first kind of update episode, and then I'm probably going to do one or two episodes a week up until the launch. So we are getting ready for the launch of Buy My Future for the second time, September 20th, 2016 through October 4th, 2016. And that is another two weeks that my future will be up for sale. And there are two new additions um, when it comes to how it is being sold. I guess not really um, two new additions, but one is the price is increasing. So that is going to be an increase of $500 uh, because I have added $2,000 in value of products. So and this is something I actually talked about uh, in the lead up to Buy My Future last year and in the sales copy and everything that last year's $1,000 price was the lowest it would ever be because I knew I was going to be adding more stuff. And I have done that thing. I have actually added four products since Buy My Future last year, which is one ahead of my schedule. I kind of scheduled that I would do three in 2016 and then three in 2017. That was my my promise. My guarantee was six new products. And I'm already ahead of schedule. And truth be told, I have three products that will probably launch before the end of this year uh, that by my future audience members will get. So they will get the six products guaranteed in the first year, and then I'll create even more next year. So there's a lot of extra value. So the price is gonna be 1500 bucks. But the the other, the little wrinkle, the second thing here about Buy My Future the second time is that I'm limiting the purchases. And for those of you who haven't heard or listened to, I did a uh, little update about what it takes to sell something big episode on a podcast episode on my other podcast, which is the Action Army. And you can check that out. Um, It's just called, I think, What It Takes to Launch a Big Product or Behind the Scenes of Launching a Big Product. And I'll throw that in the, uh, the description here on iTunes or the notes on SoundCloud. I don't do show notes, so that's how you can find it. And I have a full article that I'm actually going to release too on jasondoesstuff.com and I will probably also put that on Medium as well that's a breakdown of Buy My Future 2015, but I'll share a little bit of it here in this episode as I kind of recap and then talk to you about what's coming in the next couple weeks here. So the quick recap is that in 2015... I launched this project, buymyfuture.com. It was brand new. No one had ever heard of it. I don't think anyone's ever sold their future before. And I was able to get 173 people to buy my future. Total revenue of $173,000 after all of my expenses, having Facebook ads, having some partners that I split some revenue with, and all the things that went into making the project possible. I basically walked away with about $115,000 in profit from Buy My Future, which is great. That is awesome. 
but you very quickly realize when you think about it, okay, $100,000 goes a long way, yes. Um, but it doesn't, it's not going to sustain you forever. You can't live off $100,000 for 10 years. And I put a lot of that money back into other projects and into other things. And so I'm not trying to say like, oh, you know, I needed to do Buy My Future again. But it was kind of always in the plans that I would do Buy My Future a couple times to really build up this uh, kind of cash flow, if you will, that would sustain my life, but also let me invest that money into other products that I was thinking about. So those were the numbers from last year, and I was super excited about it, very, very happy. If you remember, my low goal that I set for myself last year was 100 people, and I said I was gonna be so happy and excited about that number, so almost doubling that goal is fantastic. And the reason why I am capping the Buy My Future launch this time around at 200 people is because the community size was really great. I really felt like 173 people was such an awesome amount of people. The Slack channel that was created has been a fantastic community and it has really not slowed down from the beginning. I mean, it's obviously it was much more bustling in the beginning because everyone was excited. But even the other day, someone asked a question while I was asleep and I woke up in the morning only to find out that that question had been asked in the Slack channel and four people had answered the question for me before I had even gotten up. And so that, I think, just goes to show you that there are people that are still there, still active, and there's conversations happening all day long without me even being there every single day and every single minute, which is the best part of having a community. So that, to me, has been the huge win. And in thinking about, okay, if I'm going to add more people into this, sure, I could make a big push to have a lot of people buy my future and maybe go for some crazy number. But I, I'm not interested in that. And I'm not interested in just making a bunch of money from this. I want to grow this community and keep it to a place where I can really sustain the growth, which means that I can be there. And I think a lot of people actually... I have some some data, which is fun. And I sent out a survey to the Buy My Future audience, and about 80% of the audience took the survey. So about 140 people took the survey. And of those 140 people, 80 of them that filled out the survey said that they were so happy that they got access to me and they felt like I was basically giving like hands-on support and advice and just conversation and being there for them with this Slack channel, with this community for Buy My Future. And that was a huge thing. That was like a big thing for them that they really appreciated. And I love that. That is such an awesome thing that I'm really glad people cared about. And so I bring that up just to say that I want to be able to continue to do that because it would be very difficult if this community just grew with, you know, 500 people showing up. It's too many people. I really believe it would be too many people to handle. I'm not worried again about making so much money. Um, I, I just want it to be a sustainable community that I can stick with and that I don't have to hire someone to manage this. I want to be there. It's my future. It's not someone else's future. It's not a virtual assistant's future. It's mine. So I want to be selfish and I want to interact with these people and you know just be able to talk to them and, and know them and know things about them and what they're working on. And when they send me a message, I can remember uh, Ashley was telling me that she was thinking about writing a book and you know how's that going? I should follow up with her on that and I can set little reminders for myself. So those little things are really important important to me. And I'm actually really excited to answer some questions that the Buy My Future audience members, the first year members, are asking about what I'm doing for the launch of this year. 
And so I'm really excited. I'm going to go over some of those kind of in each episode that I release here. And that's why I said I might do two episodes a week leading up because there's only actually a couple weeks as of recording this. I think we're just over three weeks away. So it may only be six or seven episodes of this podcast that get released. And I'm already looking at questions and I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions that are piled up. And I haven't even kind of put this out there for the rest of the world. And so I want to do that on this episode as well. That's kind of my point of this episode, although I've already talked for eight minutes and recapped. But if you have a question about what I am doing to launch by my future or just the thoughts or the feelings that go into launching this project for a second time or you know what it was like, I would love to know what those questions are and, and maybe answer them here on this podcast. And so you can send me those questions at hello at jasondoesstuff.com. I would love to give them an answer. I'm guessing I'm going to hear some similar questions because even in the nine questions that I already received from the By My Future folks, there are a couple recurring things that have come up. And so actually, you know, I will. I'm going to answer one question specifically, which came from Zoe. And her question was, because I like this one, and I think it fits with the beginning first episode here. And she said, she'd like to know what the most fun part of launching By My Future was last year or is going to be this year and what the not so fun parts are. I think I can say that the not so fun parts of it are just the, the anxiety, you know, the, the, the thoughts and feelings, the self doubts, all those things that creep in on you. And listen, I really firmly believe, and I'm not trying to be arrogant or anything here that this buy my future thing is just really interesting and it's really a great value and that people will buy it. And so I don't have to worry. And if only 10 people bought it for the second year, then I would still be okay. It would still be a victory for me. I would be happy with that. It's still a great amount of money that I can have. Um, but I do think that I will get close to that 200 number just based on the amount of people that have signed up for the pre-launch list, the amount of people that email and ask if they can buy early. And there's just some good kind of buzz going on. So Zoe, my least favorite thing is just fighting those self-doubts and those thoughts because they come up no matter what, even when I really believe that things are going to be fine. Um, but the most fun parts for me are all the little things, all the little things I have to tackle here as I'm getting ready. Like uh, my girlfriend Caroline just added some design elements to the homepage and we're not redoing the homepage because I, I just think it came out so amazing. She did such a great job last year, but we're adding a little testimonial section. So like, how are we solving that? How are we making that fit in? I really like that I'm slimming down the amount of things I'm doing to promote this year and feeling a little bit more confident in the fact that the things I am doing, I'm, I'm choosing very intentionally and I'm putting my effort into them. And those things I'll get into more on the next episode. So I want to talk more about those things on the next episode specifically because I like to keep this podcast a little shorter than my other podcast, the Action Army podcast. But I'll get into more of those. And to me, the whole journey is fun, like the lead up and the excitement and every day kind of waking up and working on whether I'm writing an article for something or I'm working with the Buy My Future buyers because they're going to partner up and I'll talk more about that again as I, you know, in the next episode, really kind of dig into some more of the specific details of the things that I'm doing. But yeah, just getting really excited about all the little things in between leading up because those are things I can control and I can do. But once the Buy My Future website is live, the control of 
mine is gone. I have no control. And that's just with any project, not just by my future. But when you when you push something live, you've pretty much done all you can do. And then it just kind of goes from there. And then of course, you can market and you can push people to it. But it kind of loses the control that you have and that I have right now. So I think that's pretty much the update that I wanted to give in this first episode, a little bit of a recap on what happened last year, a little bit of kind of what I'm doing with this podcast for the next couple of weeks. And yeah, just to give the open call that if you have questions of what you want to know about that's going into the launch of Buy My Future for the second time, uh, feel free to send them to me, hello at jasondoesstuff.com. And like I said, I think I'll be doing two episodes per week and leading up to the launch on September 20th through October 4th. That'll be very quickly. It'll be here before we know it. It's been really interesting to kind of watch the the months tick down and just realize, like, wow, it's already been a year. It's just amazing how quickly time flies. So I do want to give a shout out and thank you to all of the first group of Buy My Future buyers. It's been so fun to hang out with you guys for this year and to learn about your projects and to help you and to give you the stuff that I've created and for all the potential Buy My Future buyers that are out there waiting for the uh, website to open up and for you to be able to purchase some guy's future on the internet, which is just so weird. I'm really appreciative of you as well. So very excited and can't wait to see this thing go live and excited to answer your questions if you have them or just keep giving you all of my thoughts and information as it comes to me over the next couple of weeks. So that is it for this episode of the Buy My Future podcast, getting a little behind the scenes of this crazy project and my weird brain and all the things that are going on. So thanks for listening and I will talk to you on the next episode.